hurry, hurry, come this way, all the strangeness to behold. Ripped from the minds of madmen and monsters, thrill for the small cost of one quarter of an hour. We have the show if you have the time. It's just starting. Hurry in and listen close. Murder from the Middle Ages, evisceration galore, it's all inside. Truths, half-truths, and total lies. Take a spin on the roulette of scary for the price of a stitch in time. You get the whole show if you just hurry, hurry, hurry. Hello and welcome to the Roulette of Scary. I am Brother Jay. And I'm Brother Andrew. (laughs) Well... Hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Hello, hello. How are you? How are you? Where have you been? I've been texting you for hours. I know. I'm sorry. I was actually helping with homework, and nothing makes you feel quite as inadequate as a fifth grader's fucking homework. So, man, I couldn't imagine having to do homework, like write a paper or anything like that. Oh, dude, this is all decimal division, and honestly, I had to watch a YouTube video because I couldn't fucking remember how to do it. Oh, that's nice. They have the YouTubes now. Yeah. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. Everything's you know, fine. I wasn't always a dishwasher repairman, but I have YouTube, which makes me a dishwasher repairman. Correct. So, yeah. Correct. Mathematician, got it down. <laughs> no it, shit. Uh, no, I mean, like, here's what I'm going to say. Respect to all of those people who just have that shit in their brain, because, man, the second I left any kind of school i was like guess what math fuck you yeah i quit it yep all done yep yeah andrew what this is a roulette <laughs> so andrew roulette of scary i uh i know 100 percent absolutely what's going on with all of our podcasts all the time but uh as stated before i do like to hear things summarized uh, so can you tell me what in the hell is going on? Yes, yes. The Roulette of Scary is a, is a Rule of Scary mini uh, sode which features this big spinning wheel here. When Spawn lands on one of three categories, and the categories change each uh, movie we watch. Uh, this, this episode, the movie watches The Exorcist 3, or The Threxorcist. Um, so we have three categories today. The first one is called Pop Quiz Hot Shot. It's your run-of-the-mill, multiple-choice guessing game. The second category is called Better Sequels, where I choose Brother Jay's favorite movies and propose better sequels than the original just to watch him go. The third category is Lonely Nurse Gets Scissored. Oh, fuck yeah. (laughs) The hospital decapitation scene in The Exorcist 3 is considered by many to be the greatest jump scare in horror movie history, but sharp objects are no joking matter. To make your life easier and safer, I will share 10 safety tips to keep in mind when using scissors or shears. And <laughs> oh what we don't get to, I will be sure to post in social media. So. <laughs> I fucking love it. And then we have this little orange sliver here. There's just one sliver on the wheel in this nice orange color, and that's Jason wins something. And this week, he's playing for this. It's a wooden fish. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> it, re- it is a wooden fish. <laughs> That's very yeah. nice. I'm I'm fucking going for it this week, man. I I want I want that. I want that in my life. 
It's been in mine for a long time, and I don't know why, but it could be yours today. So Hot let's give damn. her a spin and see where how things shake out. You ready, Fred? Yeah, do it. Oh, that sounds nice. Oh, oh you almost want a fish. All right, better sequels. This is good. This is where I choose one of the, your favorite movies that I know to be one of your favorite movies and propose a sequel that the internet, and maybe I believe, is is better than the original, just to see you go nuts. So, this is only a 15-minute episode. We can't do this for 15 minutes. I might cut you off. Hmm. Better sequel number one. I propose Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason Lives, is not only the best Friday the 13th sequel, but is also the best Friday the 13th, period. Oh, boy. Okay, so... Oh, my God. Okay, so sequels, as far as sequels go, every one of them was their own little shining star of happiness and joy in my life. But for a fucking statement like the best Friday the 13th of all time, uh, I I would fight a bitch about this. And that's the truth. It's a bit of an homage to Frankenstein. Jason is now this hulking intensity... Uh, raised from the dead by a bolt of lightning, bringing to life the superhuman, increasingly slimy version of the character most of us uh, think about when we think of Jason Voorhees. Yeah, um, but it's uh, it's it's a Tommy Jarvis uh, specific centric storyline. Not a fan. I was not a huge huge fan of the Tommy Jarvis uh, whole storyline to begin with. It started with Corey Feldman. Not a fan. Um, not that I'm not a fan of Corey Feldman, don't get me wrong, um, but I was not a fan of that storyline. That was a little too, it was a little too systematic for me, and I didn't like it when it started, and I sure as fuck don't like this continuation, um, where all of a sudden now we're in this really specific Tommy Jarvis storyline. They deviated way, way, way too far off the path with the character of Tommy Jarvis in this film. God Damn, I mean, come on. Also, what I'm going to say is fuck anybody who doesn't believe that the original fucking picture wasn't the best fucking Friday the 13th. The original Friday the 13th. And time. Fuck off. No. That was about, no, fuck you. It was about a mother hurting. And it was a perfect fucking revenge movie. And you didn't even realize it until the last five minutes. I'm going to punch your dick so many times. Pop quiz, hot shot. Do it. Exorcist 3 3 is said to be a favorite movie of which famed serial killer? Is it A, Joseph James D'Angelo, also known as the Golden State Killer? B, is it the Zodiac Killer, the serial killer referenced in the film as the Gemini Killer? C. Jeffrey Dahmer, one of America's most notorious and maybe hungriest serial killers. Or D. Richard Ramirez, also known as the Night Stalker. Man, that's a tough one because I think both the, well, the Zodiac and Ramirez, I think were probably dead when this movie came out. So, I'm guessing that it's Dahmer. You're correct. Although the Zodiac Killer, they never really quite figured out who that is. Richard Ramirez, however, died in prison in 2013. However, detectives testified that Dahmer claimed to identify with the Gemini Killer and would play the film for some of his victims before killing them. 
Dahmer's final attempted victim, Tracy Edwards, testified that Dahmer would rock back and forth while chanting at various times throughout the film, and that he especially enjoyed a sequence with the possessed Karis. Dahmer went so far as to purchase yellow contact lenses to much more uh, to more resemble Miller, as well as to emulate another film character he admired, Emperor Palpatine from Return of the Jedi. Jesus Christ, man. Um, so here's what I'm going to say about that. Two things I'm going to say about that real, real quick. We're out of time. So you fuck off with your time limit. Um, I know. Uh, so I was wrong because, yeah, both of these, I mean, like, all of those guys, almost all of those guys would still have been alive when that movie was released. So, yeah. so good guess on my part. I didn't know that for sure, though. That's cool. That's a good fact. Okay. Good, good job. Do you want me to go with what I spun or spin again? Go with which is fun. Oh, okay. Lonely Nurse gets scissored. Yay! As I said before, the scene with the hospital decapitation is considered by many to be the greatest jump scare in horror movie history. However, sharp objects are no joking matter. Whether it's garden shears or scissors used for everyday arts and craft projects, when handling such objects, it's important to know how to work with them to avoid hurting yourself or those around you. Nice. Tip number one, safety gloves. When it comes to working with sharp objects such as shears, it cannot be stressed enough that you must wear safety gloves. Avoid wearing normal gloves and opt for those gloves which can survive a few cuts from sharp objects such as a blade. Cut-resistant gloves, people. That's all yep. I'm saying. That's uh, that's a good them. tip. That's a good tip. Got them. Sounds so good. It sounds so good. So you always get really jazzed about the second time around or the third oh, time around on the it's wheel. It's fucking fun. I love it. Pop quiz, hot shot. Do it. Some eagle-eyed movie buffs probably noticed quite a few familiar faces in The Exorcist 3, but everyone else may have missed them altogether. Which of the following is not a cameo by a high-profile face? My oral sphincter is broken today. Is it A... Basketball legend Patrick Ewing. B. Fashion model Fabio Lanzoni. C. Linda Blair, who played Reagan in the first Exorcist movie. Or D. Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, Linda Blair was not in this movie. Um, All of those other guys were in this movie. That's right. Um, They overdubbed Sam Jackson's voice. I know. He had one line. Fucking sucks, man. Yep. Interesting thing, um, when Morgan Creek learned that the horror comedy parody filmed Repossessed, starring Leslie Nielsen, was due to drop in 1990, the same time as Exorcist 3, they immediately hit the gas and rushed the Exorcist 3 out so that it didn't suffer. The fact that the previous Exorcist actress, Linda Blair, was attached to Repossessed undoubtedly would have set off a firestorm. So they worked together to kind of space things out. They said... Exorcist 3, you go first, because that's going to create a great market for our repossessed film. So, Right. It makes sense. Basically, what that does is wet, like, kind of wet the appetite for it, and so it makes total sense the way they did it. But yeah, that I would have, like, fucking fallen down had I realized, like, worked all the way through this project and then been like, oh, shit, really? These guys are slated to open yeah. before we? Yep. Dumb. Ready? Yes. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking ready. Oh shit, you almost want to fish again. I know, it's so close. Pop quiz, hot shot. 
Wow, we're really getting through these. Movie taglines are slogans or catchphrases for films. They can include a clever pun, a short phrase, or a sentence or two. Taglines can refer to the plot of the film or suggest the experience you'll have as a viewer. Which of the following is not a tagline for the movie The Exorcist 3? Is it A, do you dare walk these steps again? B, dare you walk these steps again? C, the horror is legion. Or D, Exorcist 3, Cocks in Hell. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the Cocks in Hell one. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That was actually not affiliated with the Exorcist 3 film in That's a pretty good one, any though. regard. That's a pretty good one. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, that was a pretty pretty good line from the original movie, though, you know. I always love the Saturday Night Live sketch with Richard Pryor where he's like Father Karras and the bed is on his foot and they're like chanting, the bed is on my foot, the bed is on my foot. Right. And then I think what uh, Reagan says is, um, your mother sews socks that smell. It was just great. What have we landed on? Better sequels! Your favorite! Oh, fuck you for this category. It's hoodie season. It is. It's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre is... A lot of people believe that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a terribly gory movie. Um, However, when you look at that film again, it was gross, it was gritty, fine. Um, But it was pretty much a a largely bloodless movie, um, you know, as a bloody affair goes. Twelve years later, what do we get? Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Um... Could it be better? You know than what? Texas Chainsaw. So I'm not going to lose my mind on this. I'm going to say those movies were equally great in their own right, um, because Chainsaw was by far and away probably the thing that made that the most scary was that it was very. It felt like a snuff film. It was shot on a really grainy stock. I mean, it was definitely like the epitome of of uh you know art house movie making at its best it it wasn't it was super low budget yeah and then you had the saw's family you know the the chainsaw 2 yeah um, which introduced chop top mosley yeah um as hopper right i mean like that movie by far and away as far as fun to watch i think it is more fun to watch than the original chainsaw now do i think that that diminishes any of the merits of the original picture? No, I don't think so. But, like, honestly, I love both of those flicks so much. I think they're both really, really good films. They're just good in different ways. Chainsaw was super scary because was it real, was it not? This is, like, kind of everybody's worst fucking nightmare is the kind of idea of, like, an inbred family that goes back far too long and they're all living because they have a liquid diet and... Then you get into Chainsaw 2, and it's just fucking mayhem. Yeah. You know, they, they're living in an old amusement park, cutting up people to make fucking chili. It's the fucking greatest yeah, concept yeah. ever, you know? Um, so, really fun, both pictures. But honestly, that'd be a tough call, man. Which one's the better the better film? It just depends on how you're weighing the merits. Yeah. it's For me, it's hard to say it's better. I vaguely remember two... I rem- Number one is obviously very much like ingrained in my head. I haven't seen it in a hundred years. You know, I'm not as well versed in these things. 
Um, to me, too, was just an absolutely batshit black comedy. Yeah. Um, you know, with the Dennis Hopper's the the Ranger. Um, you know, Chop Top. We were introduced to Chop Top. Leatherface gets too horny to commit murder at some point. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's it's just great. a little goofy. I mean, you know, Dennis Hopper with a chainsaw fight underneath an abandoned muse amusement park i mean what could be oh, better but it couldn't be further from the first one so yeah i mean like I two we, very different films yeah so i think we have time question. for one more do it baby okay i hope it's not a multiple choice because i'm out aliens is arguably not just a great horror sequel but also one of the best sequels of all time Okay, so let me let me repeat back to you what you just said to me. Aliens, like the second Alien movie, mm-hmm. is not just a great sequel, but probably the best sequel of all time. We'll say one of the best sequels of all time. Well, that's an easy one. Yeah, I agree with that. No kidding. Yeah, dude. I, I mean, like, now, might. again, this is the chainsaw question, like, all over again, because it's different. <clears throat> There They're two are different movies. And that first one, I remember the computer booting up and the timing and the spacing and the little like water feeder bird thing that tips over and drinks from the water and how that was shot and how beautiful that was in the pacing. Right. And then the second one is just, you know, everyone's jacked up, basically. You right. know, get away from her, you bitch, and all this. So Yeah, so the first one really was a it was really a study in how to build tension. And so the tension building begins from the first scene all the way through the climax of the movie where she blows the fucking alien out of the airlock, right? And then the second one really is just a pretty much a straightforward like xenomorph sci-fi horror film, which is fucking great. They're both great movies in their own right. So it's hard to say. Uh, but with the continuation of the story of Ellen Ripley and, you know, the addition of the, uh, the colonial Marines and all of that, uh, it, it was a great flick. It was, it's standalone. It's a great flick, but the same can be said for alien. I mean, standalone, if you're not looking into the alien universe, which there is now still a great, still a great movie, both of them hands down great flicks. I went down some rabbit holes on this Exorcist 3 business, and it is insane. The how how did this get made should be looked at, and not from like from a jokingly sort of viewpoint, but um, kind of Carpenter's role, and you know the original director, and how Blatty ended up being the director, and the people that were either too drunk or too dead to be in this movie, right? Um, and the fucking performance um, of the Zodiac Killer, I forget. Brad Dorif. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are a lot of. I mean, that was an incredible performance. The whole thing, and God, he was so flexible and such a fucking professional through the whole thing. So we got a lot of cool stuff to talk about on that one. Um, I got a lot more research to do to get my shit together. But this yeah. was fun. Great flick. Yeah, I mean, like really a good film. Um, just a good kind of scary uh, film. Not the film that the book was. We can talk more about that. Uh, because I've, you know, of course I've read both The Exorcist and Legion, um, and of course this spawned a whole slew of other shit, but we can talk more about that in the, in the big episode because, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot there to go over. I mean, it's just a, it's just a lot to cover. Um, and 
whether you like <laughs> Blatty's version, the book, or you like Blatty's version, the movie, you know, I mean, again, it's it's apples and oranges, you know, I mean, like, he did right. what he had to do to get the movie made. It was screenplay that didn't get made, so he turned it into a book, and Correct. then from then they were like, yeah, let's do it. So he took it from the book and then put it back into a screenplay. It's going to be a great conversation. I'm sorry you didn't win the fish. Oh, um, man. It might show up again on another okay. one. All right. I like we'll just keep these little incentives to do these. So yeah, we'll keep uh, we'll keep we'll keep hoping. I'm fingers crossed that I get that goddamn fish. I want it now. I want it. All right, brother. I got to get out of here. All right. Well, you have a great night. Thank you for doing this. I appreciate you. Damn. And we'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Let's do. Yeah. Let's talk again. Yeah. Let's. T- we'll just keep this going. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's keep talking. We'll keep doing that. Okay. I love you. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. (laughs)